Good morning, everybody. The mission on the bottom of the is listed off two scenarios where a person is holding onto a safer and rolls out of his hand into the Rishis Arab. And one scenario is he's standing on the roof, one scenario is standing on the Askufa. The Gemara clarified three different opinions what exactly the case of the Askufa was. When you're allowed to roll it back, when you're not roll it back, we saw a difference maybe when it goes more than four amas into the Rishis Arab. So then, if the entire safer would fall out, then it would be a Chiv de Raisis, then the Rabbanu would not allow you to bring it back, but within four amas, then the Rabbanu would allow you to bring it back. Then we saw the Mishnah on Amid Beis spoke out that if you have a board which is sticking right outside your window, the Lachas, you got to place items there. The Gemara Clarifer are talking about items that if they fall down, they are going to break, and therefore we're not afraid of going to bring them back into the Rishas HaYachit. Today, Be'ez HaShem, we're going to see the Lacha about, we started the Mishnah yesterday discussing a person who's standing in Rishas HaYachit that he's allowed to move items in Rishas HaRam. So the Gemara is going to clarify when that Lacha is true and that's, when that Lacha is not the case. Then we're going to see the Mishnah on the bottom, we're going to discuss standing in one Rishas and drinking in another Rishas. The Gemara is going to say that is going to be prohibited. We'll see if that's a steer to the Mishnah we just saw, we just saw on Tadi Chasm. Then we're going to see two Mishnahis on Tzadik Hasan Beis. The first Mishnah is going to discuss the halacha of catching water off a drain on Shabbos. The end, the Gemara is going to clarify when it's Mutter, when it's Asr. Then we're going to see the second Mishnah. It's going to discuss the case where a person has a bar in Rishas Rabbim and it has ten Tzvachim walls on top and the person's in a Rishas Ayachat on top of the bar. The Mishnah is going to tell us you're allowed to take water, you're allowed to draw water from the bar. And the Gemara is going to clarify when this is permissible and when it is Asr. So let's see the Helgi Gemara. We're on the top of Dab Tzadi Tzadik Says the Helgi Gemara, the Mishnah said that you're allowed to move items. A person who's standing in Rosh Hashanah is allowed to move items in a Rosh Hashanah. However, the Mishnah said you're not allowed to move the item more than Dalaram. So the Gemara makes a diak like this. Says the Gemara, the Gemara makes a diak like this that if you would move it Dalaram, then you'd be chayav achatas. Says the Gemara, because again you're moving an item Dalaram in Rosh Hashanah, which is asam b'dirais. Let's say it's a ride to the Rava. Let's say it's a ride to Rava. Dama Rava. Rava said himself the Shabbos. Hamaver chayvets mitchilas arba l'soif arba vavir derech olav chayiv. A person who carries an item in Rosh Hashanah, he carries Dalaram. However, he picks the item up in Rosh Hashanah, then he carries it in Makom Torah. He carries it above ten tefachim, then he places it back down in the Rosh Hashanah for Amis away. Rava holds you are chayiv. So says the Gemara. The way Rashi learns, many Rishayim taisus. There were other Rishayim disagree with Rashi. We're going to go with Rashi's Malach and our Gemara. That Rashi in our mission already said the Rosh Hashanah that we're talking about is a person standing on the gag. So therefore, in this scenario, a person is picking the item up in the Rosh Hashanah, lifting it up into the Makom Torah, then placing it back down in the Rosh Hashanah for Amis away. Says the Gemara, we have a ride to Rava. And Rava said that in this scenario, you're going to be Chayiv. Says the Gemara, so from our mission, the mission sounds like if you tackle wood move it down on this, you'd be Chayiv. Says the Gemara, no, not necessarily right. Miktani imhaiti chayiv chatas. Does the mission say if you would move it down, it's your chayiv? No, Dilma imhaiti patar vlaser. Maybe the dik of the mission is the mission says you're not allowed to do it. So maybe when the mission says that you're not allowed to do it. If you would do it, you'd, you'd be patar vlaser. Not that you have your sidurai, so rather you have your sidurai Meaning that when the mission said that you're not allowed to do it, it doesn't mean that if you do it, you're chayiv midurai. So it just means that you're going to be having your sidurai Says the Gemara Ikadami, some people wanted to make a deal like this. Haiti patar velaser. And some people asked as a kasha rabbi, you made a deal. When the Mishnah said that you're not allowed to move it, it sounds like if you would move it, you'd, it would be patar velaser. Leimotiavli tifted rabbi. Let's say it's a kasha rabbi. Dama rabbi, ma'aver chayvets mitchilas arba l'sayf abba ve'avir derech olav chayv. Says the Gemara, miktani haiti patar velaser. Dama im haiti chayv chatas. Again, says the Gemara, not necessarily right. The Mishnah wasn't biggest. The Mishnah just said you're not allowed to do it. The Mishnah didn't say what happens if you actually do it. So in Echlami, according to rabbi, if you would do it, you'd be chayv. And those who disagree with rabbi would explain that when our Mishnah said it, it means that if you do it, it would be patar velaser. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah said a person is not understand. Then Eishes Yachid and go to the bathroom. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, let's say you do it. What is Allah Chayav Chatas? Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, let's say a person does go to the bathroom where he spits from Eishes Yachid to Eishes Rabb. Allah says Chayav Chatas. Ask the Gemara, but be in on Akir, but not only Gabi Malkum Arba. Ask the Gemara, but like we learned in the beginning of Masechtas Shabbos, that Allah is in order to be Chayav for itself or carrying on Shabbos, you have to take an item from a place which is Dal Al Dal four or four Tvachim and ask the land in the place of Dal Al Dal. The Leka asked the Gemara, there's no Akira, the person's mouth or the person when the person goes to the bathroom, it's not leaving an area which is a Malkum Dal Al Dal. And to the Gemara, Machshavtei 
says the Gemara, the Machshav of a person, makes it into a respectable area, and even though it's not Dal Dal, you're still going to be Chai. Taisa over here explains, it doesn't just mean that if you want it, meaning it doesn't mean that if a person says, I'm going to throw it on top of an area which is less than Dal Dal, even though he intends for it to go there, that doesn't make it a Chashim Makam. Says Taisa Machshav, in these scenarios, a person specifically wants it in that area and he has a benefit that it's coming from that area or going to that specific area. If I throw it into a very small area, if I don't get specific benefit from the fact that it's on that spot, that doesn't make it a chashimabakim. So again, Taisa is telling us that this idea that we say that's only if the place that it's landing or the place that it's leaving from, there's a specific reason why he wants it there. So that gives it a special chashimabakim and does not require a doubt of doubt. says, because if you don't say this idea that a person throws an item and lands in the mouth of a dog or an ace in the mouth of an oven says the Gemara in the fire I'll be asking asks the Gemara but you need a Hanach needs to land in a place of Dal Al Dal we're assuming that these ears are less than Dal Dal but like it's not Dal Dal says the fact that the person specifically wants it there and he gets specific benefit that it lands there so therefore it's considered a chash replace it does not require Dal Dal the fact that the person is spitting from his mouth that makes it a chash area and therefore it does not require a Dal 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 says the Gemara right there Bye Rava what is that? The person himself is standing in the Rishis Ayachid. However, the end of the person's Aver is in the Rishis Arab. So ask the Gemara, what is that? Basar Akira. Then do we go Basar Akira that the May or Glyam already started leaving his body and that was in Rishis Ayachid. So therefore he would be Pater. In order we go Basar the area that the May or Glyam left the person's body and that was in Rishis Arab. So then it just went from Rishis Arab to Rishis Arab. So maybe he would be Pater. So the Gemara, take with the shadow remains. Again, the Gemara has these types of interesting questions. Where the part of the body is standing in one rishis, part of the body is in the other rishis, what is Allah, which part of the, of the body to go buster? The Gemara leaves it off as a question. It says the Gemara right there, Bechem Layark, Rabbi says like this, says the Gemara, Rabbi Huda said in our Mishnah, that if a person has spit gathered in his mouth, he's not allowed to walk down onto the Rishram. We, we view it as if the spit is already, already left his body. And therefore, if he carries it, he's going to be chayv, says the Gemara. The Gemara makes a dick. Even if the person didn't move it around his mouth, it's considered as if it already left his body. And if he carries it, he's chayv. But tonight we learned to the Mishnah. We learned to the Mishnah, a person was eating figs with hands that he did not wash. He didn't do And now he sticks his hand into his mouth, little tur, to take out something which got sucked in his mouth. The dvela which was in his mouth now, because since the person has spit in his mouth, the halacha is in order for food to be kabbal tumma. The halacha is that it has to be hoshal kabbal tumma, it has to touch a liquid. Now, the halacha is that spit is considered machshal kabbal tumma, but only if it leaves a person's mouth. However, says the Gemara, if it's in the person's mouth, the halacha is the Gemara is going to clarify when this is the case, it's considered hoshal kabbal tumma. Rabbi Yisim Tar, Rabbi Yisim Tar, Rabbi Yisim But if he moves it around his mouth, if the if this spits in his mouth and he read, he switches it around his mouth, so then we look at it as if it's left his body, and therefore it's considered and then it's machshal kabbal tumma. However, if he's not mahapech if it just it came to the person's throat, the front of the person's mouth, but he didn't move it around. Then the lacha is that's not hashul kavutoma. So ask the Gemara. We have a steer in the words of Yehuda because it sounds like in our Mishnah that Yehuda held that even if the person doesn't move it in his mouth, it has a, a status as if it left his body. Right in your chayyeh, but it sounds like a Mishnah Caleb. Then only if the person moves around in his mouth. And to the Gemara, 
which in general, the, we normally translate that the, we switch the opinions in our Mishnah, meaning we switch the names. However, Rashi here says that Rabbi Huda was Chayzer, meaning Rabbi Huda was Chayzer, and it's unclear exactly which, which halacha he was Chayzer from, but in one of these halachas, he was Chayzer. Therefore, it's not a steer. It says in our right there, offers another tarot. Really, don't switch it around. And this, here, what are we dealing with? When the Mishnah said that you're Chayv, even if you're not Mahapech, that was talking about phlegm. So the halacha is by phlegm. We look at it as if it already left your body, even if you don't move it around. However, regular saliva. Only if you move it around in your mouth, then you're going to be chai. Says the Gemara about time to the Bryce. Rabbi Huda says, "Kicha v'nitlaish." A person who has flammed his mouth is not to go down on it. My. So what's the pshat on the Bryce? Lavrek v'nitlaish. So the same halach applies by the split. That even if the person is not mahapel chesped, even if he doesn't move it around, the is going to be chai. So says the Gemara. We see that Rabbi Huda doesn't differentiate between flam and regular split. And says the Gemara, "Loi no kicha v'nitlaish." Says the Gemara, "No dafka kicha v'nitlaish dafka with dafka in regards to flam." Then the is going to be chai even if he doesn't move it around. However, in regards to regular saliva, he's not going to be chai until he actually. She moves around his mouth, and that's then only then is it considered removed from his body, and then he's going to be chayv. Ask the Gemara about Tanya who died. Kiche shenitlaish v'chein roikish shenitlaish leyach. Abraham is actually yark. Ask the Gemara, but we have a mafurish abraisha, which sounds like that. Sorry, the guy be spit. Sorry, the guy be phlegm. The halach is that even if he doesn't move it around, he's going to be chayv. That we look at it as if it left your body, even if he doesn't move it around. And so the Gemara, you're right. El machbarat kedushin ekar. Rather, says the Gemara, we have to say like we explained before that Rudah was chayzer. Like Rudah, like Rabbi Yechon explained that Rudah was chayzer. Says the other Gemara writer. A person who spits in front of his rabbi is chayv misa shenemar. It's considered something which is very degrading. You're not supposed to do that. You know, like the pasuk says, "Kol misanai alai mavis," that the people are my haters are going to die. Now the gemara says, "Al tikri misan." I don't say it's referring to people who actually hate the Torah. Ella masni. It's referring to the people who make other people hate the Torah. A person who does something disgusting. A person who's a tamachacham. A person who's learning Torah and he does something disgusting. So now people are going to look at the Torah as a terrible thing, as a disgusting thing. So therefore, that the, the pasuk telling us that that type of person he's going to die. A person who's learning has to be very careful. The Pelayites and others, Pincus brings us out in his farm. person who learns Torah has to be very careful to conduct himself on a higher madrig and a higher level because now people are going to look at him and he's a representation of what the Torah itself, of what Torah itself represents. Like the Gemara Yema tells us that a Tamachacham who does certain things that can be considered a tremendous Chalashem, even though if ordinary people would do that, it wouldn't be considered anything. However, for a Tamachacham to do it, he's held in higher standing and he has to be more careful. Ask the Gemara of Amenas uh, Anis, ask the Gemara, what do you mean? The person can tell that being an that'll have spit in his mouth. So how can you tell me that it's Chayim Misa? Says the the person just has spit in his mouth, that's not a problem. Sometimes a person gets a lot of slime in his mouth, that's not your fault. However, if you spit in front of your Rebbe, that's the problem. Meaning you should wait, keep it in your mouth, move aside, and then spit. So therefore, if you spit in front of your Rebbe, that is the problem. That's when you're going to be chayed misa. Says the elegant Mishnah. Unless you stick the majority, your head and the majority of your body into the Rishas in which you're drinking. Meaning, if you're standing Rishas Yachad, you have to stick your head and most of your body into the Rishas Rabbim. And only then, and only then, are you allowed to take a drink. Says the Gemara, Rishas Rabbim, it's safe for a mayor. Ask the Gemara, we have a stira in the mission before we said that a person is allowed to move items from Rishas Yachad, even if he's in Rishas Rabbim. And the same thing vice versa. And our mission sounds like, you're not allowed to move something in the other rishos. You're not allowed to drink in the other rishos if your body is in another rishos. So it sounds like the beginning of our missions, the first missions are abundant, and the end is your mayor. Says no. I'm a rabbi. Says no. In our scenario, in our mission, the mission said you're not allowed to take a drink. That was referring to you taking a drink with with cups or other items that you need in your rishos. So therefore, a person is standing with shliachet, he's not allowed to drink with a cup in the rishos because since it's a, the person is going to want the cup in the shliachet, so we're afraid he's going to take a drink in the rishos and then bring the cup back to the shliachet, and therefore. And that's near, you'd be hyped. So that's why, <coughs> really, it's not a really, it's not a steer, even though Abana would agree. 
But even though in general, a person is allowed to stand in Rishon and move items in the Rishon Sarabim, that's only if it's not Kalim, which, which he wants, in the Rishon However, if it's a clear that he would want the Rishon then the Rabbanu agree, you're not allowed to move it. It says to Gemara, um, What is Allah? Is a person allowed to stand in Rishon and take a drink in a Karmelis? Do we say that this, this would be Xer Xer, since the entire Isra would only be the Rabbanu, and now the Karmelis would only be the Rabbanu, that's Xer Xer. Do we say no? The Rabbanu made Xer like in this scenario as well. So it says to Gemara, Karmelis, my what's the about Karmelis? Amar Abaya Abaya said, he eats the same Allah. The Rabbanan said, it is Asr. Amar Rabbanan said, he goof like Zerah, Vana, Nikim, Vinigzer, Xerah, Xerah. Rabbanan said, no, we don't do such a thing. This is Xerah, Xerah. This is a situation where even if the person would carry it out, the Allah would be, that would be only this Rabbanan. And to make Xerah, that, that would be Xerah on top of Xerah. And therefore, says the Gemara, Rabbanan says, we don't make Xerah, like Xerah. Um, Rabbi, uh, says the Gemara, we know, I mean, says Abai, where do I know that in this case we wouldn't make such a Xera? Which again, interesting, Taisus and Chum points out, Afkuftal, a very important Taisus in regards to Xera Xera. Taisus says that we can ask such a Kasha, even though sometimes we'll find the Gemara that it sounds like Xera Xera, we don't ask that type of Kasha, we can only handle it, we can only discuss it when the Gemara itself asks the question because these specific parameters, the specific Gedarm of what exactly is considered Xera Xera and what's considered Kulukhat Xera are quite complex and therefore only the Gemara can ask such a question. So it says, but it says the Gemara, um, Rabbi, we know, I mean, what was my source? That we make Xerah even in this case. So says the Gemara. Midiktani from the fact that we learned at the end of the Mishnah, I think we by mistake skipped these words and end the Mishnah. The Mishnah ended up with two words. The same Allah applies in the Gas. The same Allah applies by a wine press. So the Gemara is at this point assuming, Abai is assuming that what's the Chedish of a wine press? The Chedish is that the person is not allowed to stand in Rishal Yachid. And we're assuming that the wine press has the status of a Karmelis. So the Chedish of the Mishnah is that a person is not allowed to stand in Rishal Yachid and take a drink in a Karmelis. So says Abai, have a clear proof from our Mishnah that the Allah applies even my Karmelis as well. So says the Gemara, but Rav, Rav says no, that the end of the Mishnah had nothing to do with Karen and Shabbos, had to do with Lenin Meiser, had to do with the halachas of Meiser, Chen Rav Sheshetz, Vechein Begas, Lenin Meiser, that this halacha was referring to Meiser. What halacha in regards to Meiser are we referring to? So we're going to see the mission in one second, quick Akhtam, the halacha is that you are allowed to drink a Shtiyas you're allowed to drink a temporary type of drinking, as long as it's not a considered Shtiyas Kva, or an Achilas Kva, even without taking Trimus of Meiser. Only if you're doing something which is Kva, only something which is permanent, something which is considered a chash of eating, only then do you have to take a trimester maestro. So it says the Gemara, we learned in the Mishnah and Maestro, Shays and Al-Ghaz, you're allowed to drink in the wine press, Bain, Bechamen, Bain, Sain, whether you mix it with hot water or cold water, the is, you are allowed to drink with Pater, and you don't have to take off Maestro, because since you didn't take it out of the wine press, it's considered a Shtiyas Arai, and it's permissible. Did we marry these words? Even if you mix it with cold water, hot water, it doesn't make a difference. It's not considered a, it's not considered a Shtiyas Arai. Says the Gemara, if you mix it with hot water, if you the wine without water, then you're chayv in meiser because nobody would put the wine back into the gas. Nobody would pour the wine back into the vat once you mix it without water. So therefore, it's considered a chashiv drinking. But at balat however, if you mix it with cold water, then potter, then you're potter because a person would pour it back in. So therefore, it's considered shtiyas arai, and then you're potter for a meiser. because a person would return the extra. So therefore, back to our mission. The mission said gas that the same halacha applies in a gas. So the mission is telling us that just like in a gas, the halacha is that only if you drink it, if, if the person drinks out of the gas, he's chayv. The person drinks in the gas, he's potter. So what the mission was telling us is that he's not allowed to stand in one Risha, stand in another outside of the Gas, and drink in the Gas itself. That's considered a HDS Kva, and you'd have to take off Meister. Only It would only be permissible if he sticks his head and most of his body into the Gas, then he'd be allowed to drink, even if he doesn't take off Meister, because it would be considered HDS Rai, and then he'd be Pater from Meister. So again, the end of the Mishra is not referring to the Lachas of Haitzan Shabbos, it's referring to if he sticks his head and most of his body into the wine press, then the Lachas is, he's allowed to drink there, it's considered HDS Rai. Says the Helgi Mishnah Viter. 
Now we're going to discuss the halacha of catching water off of a gutter. So Rashi explains the roofs in the times of Chazal. In general, they were flat. So the way that they would drain the water is that they would have a tiny bit of a slant at the edge of the roof. And they had two options. Either they would have a gutter at the end of the roof. So if you have a picture, it would be very helpful, very clear. A gutter which was right at the edge of the roof and then the water would fall off. Or we're talking about that, or they would have a pipe that the water would go through a pipe and it'll go all the way down. So it says the Mishnah. The person is allowed to catch the water which falls out of the gutter. The is he's allowed to catch it, but he's not allowed to put a cleat right next to it. He's only allowed to put the cleat lower down and then catch the water. As long as the he's putting the cleat lower than tetvachim, meaning the person standing rishus harab. So as long as he's below tetvachim, he has the status of the rishus harab, and it's not considered shliachet anymore. So therefore, the Allah is he's allowed to catch the water, but he's not allowed to put the cleat right next to mazlecha. He's not allowed to put the cleat directly catching it from the gutter itself. Because the, the, we're going to see in the Gemara, the Mazlecha is usually right next to the Gag, it's within three Trachim of the Gag, and therefore it could be that as a status of the Rishas Yachat since it's right next to the roof, so you're not allowed to catch it directly from the roof, because then we look at it as if you're carrying from Rishas Yachat to Rishas Rabbim, so therefore you're only allowed to carry if you keep the utensil in the Rishas Rabbim itself. Says the Gemara, I've seen it from the pipe, Mikol Makim Shais, the Lach is, that as long as it's in the tenth Trachim of the ground, as long as it's next to the Shrabbim, you're allowed to even place the clay directly under it, because in general we assume that the pipes are not within the Trachim of the of the roof, and therefore we don't make the same takana. Says the Gemara, the Gemara is going to explain the Shara Mishnah. The Mishnah sounds like you're only allowed to catch the water, you're not allowed to put the utensil directly next to the gutter. Now it says the Gemara, my time, what's the Shara Mishnah? We're talking about a scenario where the Mishnah, where the gutter is within the Tachim on the roof, because we treat it as, since it's within the Tachim on the roof, we treat it using the concept of love, we treat it as an extension of the roof, and therefore, since the person is standing in the Shara he's not allowed to put a cleat directly right next to the Mishnah, right next to the gutter, because then we view it. As if he's carrying from Mishlayachid to Rishadrab. However, he's allowed to place the utensil all the way down to Rishadrab and let the water fall down because then the water is coming from Makhmatur and therefore it is permissible. Says Digmar Vaiter, Tanya Mishlayachid, we learn like this as well in the Bright, so. Again, picture would be helpful. A person standing on his rishus and there's another roof next to him, which he wants to he wants to catch water. Again, you're not you're not you're not allowed to carry from one rishus to another rishus So therefore, says the gemara is you're allowed to stick your hand within three tefachim of the roof and catch the water. As long as you don't take the water directly from the other rishus, as long as you don't put the, the utensil right next to the gutter. Says the like this one Again, a personality to place the utensil directly against the gutter because then we look at it as, as, as if it's an extension of the roof. And you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to carry it directly from the other roof. However, you're allowed to catch the water and let it fall. That is permissible. Says the Gemara Viter. The mission said that from, from the actual pipe, you're allowed to put the utensil directly under the pipe and take the water. Tana, we learned in the Bryce, however, if the pipe itself has four by four tfachim, it's a very wide pipe and it's it's us to catch directly from the pipe. Because we view it, we view the pipe as if it has the status of a caramelist, and therefore, you're not allowed to carry from a caramelist to the Rishasarab. So, therefore, you're not allowed to place the utensil directly by the pipe. You, you, you would be allowed to. Place it under the pipe and catch it. What are you allowed to be curled up but not allowed to be mid sarf? Says the Eilu Gemishnah Viter. Bar b'shusharam mechul yasa. You go by asar tefachim. Person has a bar in the shusharam and it has walls of ten tefachim and chalayin. So says the Mishnah chalayin shall gaba v'malim and b'shavas l'alach. As a person has a window, he's in the shusharam. The bar is in the shusharam below him. He's allowed to stick a pail. He's allowed to stick a jar down to the well and draw water. Ashba, and saying similarly, Ashba Rishas Rabbim, person has a Ashba garbage in Rishas Rabbim. Kavayas Haratvachim. However, the pile is ten tefachim tall. Chalain Shagaba, the person has a window on top. He's in Rishas Yachid. The halacha is Shayfim Mitzayichamayim B'Shabbos. He's allowed to pour water on top into the garbage below on Shabbos because since the garbage is ten tefachim tall, we're assuming it's dal tefachim wide as the status of Rishas Yachid. So therefore, the person is in Rishas Yachid. 
He's allowed to pour the water into the garbage, which also has a status of Rishon Yachin. Says Gemara, my skin, what's the scenario? Ilim b'smucha. If we're talking about that the bar was within four tefachim of the person's house, lamli choyatzar asks the Gemara, why do you need mechitas that are ten tefachim tall? The Gemara is assuming that the bar itself is ten tefachim deep, and therefore the bar itself has a status of Rishon Yachin. And if the area between the bar and the person's house is less than dal tefachim, so it has a status of Makom Torah. So why do you need that there are walls extending above the mechit, extending above the bar ten tefachim? And says the Gemara, Amar Vunach, my skin, I'm flagging the kaisal arba the scenario we're talking about a case where the bar was more than four tefachim away from the house, and therefore, if time therefore only if there are walls of ten tefachim above the bar, you let it carry. Then it'll be prohibited because if a person carries from his window and he carries below ten tefachim, then he puts the item in the he puts the pitcher in the bar and brings it back. He's transporting from a rishasayachid through rishasarabim, which would be prohibited. So therefore, we need to talk about a scenario where there are walls ten tefachim tall. So when the person carries from the bar, he's going to go above the mechitas, and he's going to walk him to her, bring it back to Rishas HaYachet. Says the Gemara, another Tarets, Rabbi Yechen Amar, Rabbi Yechen answered, another solution, we could even talk about a case, the bar itself was within the four tefachim of the wall, so the kash was why I need the mechitas of ten tefachim, the Gemara is assuming that the bar itself was ten tefachim deep. Says the Gemara, the bar was ten tefachim deep. No, says the Gemara, maybe the scenario was that the bar itself was five tefachim, and the walls of the bar, which extended the top of the ground, were another five tefachim. The Chilish of Mishnah was that we can be mitzar if we can combine the depth of the bar with the walls of the mechitas which extended on top of the bar that we can combine for ten tefachim. Says the Helki Gemara Ashba Rishas Arab. The Mishnah said that an Ashba Rishas Arab you let it pour from the person's window to the Ashba as long as it's ten tefachim tall because now it's a status of Rishas Yachid. Ask the Gemara. Should we not be concerned that somebody's going to take away some of the garbage and then it's going to lose the status of Rishas Yachid? The Gemara proves that we have this concern. There's a story with a certain Mavi Yishat Tidi Yachid Kaliyam that one side of the Mavi was surrounded by a Yam. So that it's considered mechitza, but tzidiyach kol ashba, and one side was surrounded by the garbage. Again, the side of the yam has the banks of the river, and the side of the garbage, the garbage itself, was ten, ten tefachim tall. It's considered mechitza. Well, myself, the The story came in front, in front of Rabbi. The question was, does this have the status of mavi sasa? Am I allowed to carry here or not? With the lechir kara, well, I'm rabbi. It's lehet, and Rabbi didn't want to respond. He didn't want to say it's asi. He didn't want to say it's mutter. Explains the gemara. He didn't want to say it's mutter because he was concerned that somebody's going to take away some of the garbage and then it's going to lose the status of mechitza. And Yali, I'm certain maybe the ocean, some of the some of the banks are going to wash away, and therefore it's not going to be ten tefachim tall. So that's why he want to say it's mutter. And Israel, I'm rabbi, he didn't say that it's aser dakhaim mechitza because practically speaking, right now there are mechitza, so he couldn't say it's aser in this, in this mavi. So as the Gemara, we see that there is this concern that somebody's going to take away the garbage. So so too in our mission, we should have this concern that somebody's going to take away the garbage and it's not going to have the status of rishiyachad anymore. And so the Gemara, like how the yachad other it depends. If the garbage is owned by an individual person, then we're afraid that somebody's going to take away the garbage. However, if it's, if it's garbage of the rabbin, if it's a public area where the rabbin places their garbage, there we don't have the concern that's going to be taken away, and therefore the person's allowed to pour out the water on top of that pile of garbage because we assume it's going to remain a rishasayach. And quick as we saw today, the Gemara on the Amad Aleph was discussing the halacha. This that we said that a person is not allowed to move an item from a Rishasayachid in a Rishasayachid what happens if he moves it? The Gemara, discussed, the Gemara just said that you're going to be Chayv. The Gemara was trying to bring a riot to that opinion of Rabbah that a person goes through a Makam Tur, he is going to be Chayv. Then the Gemara said it's not necessarily right. It could be the mission was just saying that if you do it, you are Pater, but it's Pater Aval Asr. Then we saw a discussion. In the Gemara, why exactly if a person goes to the bathroom, he is going to be chai, but you don't have a makam dal dal. The Gemara said, that a person's machshava could make it the area, he could make, he could, he could make it an area which is chashav and therefore does not require a dal dal. Then we saw the mission on the bottom, which spoke out. The person not understanding one mission and drink another. Shush, the Gemara said, I, the mission before said, you're allowed to move an item another. Shush, the Gemara explained that it's a chilak. Our mission is talking about a case where a person's using items, using vessels that he would want, the Rishasayach, and therefore we have a concern, he's going to end up bringing them into the Rishasayach. And then we saw the mission on the base, spoke out that a person's allowed to place a cup under a a gutter, but he's not 
but he's not allowed to place it directly right next next to the gutter. But he's allowed to place the cup directly next to a pipe. The more explained, the chalik was to buy the gutter since the gutter is right next to the roof. Therefore, has the status of the roof itself, and therefore you're not allowed to place it directly against the gutter. However, the pipe is far away from the roof, and therefore you're allowed to place it directly next to the roof. Then we saw the second mission spoke out that a person is allowed to pour items, or he's allowed to draw water from a well which is next to his house. He's in Rishayachad. The bar itself is in Rishayachad. However, the status of Rishayachad. The Gemara explained that the scenario was either that it was four tefachim away, and therefore we need the mechitzah of ten tefachim tall. We needed the bar to actually have ten ten tefachim mechitzah. Or the Gemara explained that the bar itself was within four tefachim the house. Why do you need mechitzah? Tarot says because the bar itself wasn't ten tefachim tall. And therefore, we were going to mitzarv the mechitzah above the bar with the depth of the bar itself. And then we saw that the Gemara on the bottom explained that the mission said a person is allowed to pour out his water onto a pile of garbage. The Gemara asked, I, why aren't we concerned that a person is going to clear away the garbage and then it's going to lose the status of Rishayachad? The Gemara was machalic between a pile of garbage of a yachad, which we are concerned is going to be cleared away, versus a pile of garbage of the rabbin, which we are not concerned that's going to move away. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.